0: Welcome to Wine & Real Estate, the podcast where we drink wine, we have fun, and we learn about real estate investing. Real estate investing is so much more than just buying buildings. It's about building relationships, building your dreams, building your dream lifestyle, customizing your life. What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? It's much more than money, it's more than getting rich. It's a different type of wealth. It's the wealth of time, the wealth of freedom, and now let's get to the wine and the real estate.
1: Welcome to Wine and Real Estate. And we are going to start off with a shocking element. So Erica knows somebody who got bit by a scorpion in Belize. Oh Tell my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so that was on the mainland, uh, I believe, yesterday. Somebody I know uh, posted a little picture after he killed it. and It was just about like this big and finally happens because I guess you've seen a couple around. I haven't seen one yet, but uh, it does happen sometimes. So better that it wasn't me.
0: (laughs) Wow. And just before we came on air, you were telling us about uh, all kinds of creepy crawlies. So we're going to skip over that and get to the interesting part about the real estate investing because I can see Jennifer kind of shivering. (laughs) Yeah, she's not sold on Belize. So you have to do a better job.
1: Yeah, so maybe we okay. should introduce Erica yes. first. Erica Lacas from Cold Canada, who's who's investing in biddies. Maybe just introduce yourself for people who don't know who you are, Erica.
2: Um, so I'm invested, Erica, and you can find me on social media as such. I'm very happy that uh I haven't had to add any numbers to any of my accounts yet on social media. Um mm-hmm. So I've been investing in real estate officially I guess since I bought my first house in 2018, unofficially when I was renovating and DIYing with my family since I was a little taut and I really understood the value of doing your own work, understanding how things worked, and if something broke to just tinker with it and give it your best shot. So I think I always felt uh, very capable and knowing the value of real estate or just opportunities. I think I really didn't limit myself and said, oh, wait, how much can I get for rent in the place I'm living in right now? And I wanted to make sure I had a mortgage helper with my first house. So that was my mission for my first property is build my first suite. And I've basically loved creating spaces since then and really realized that's my true purpose is not necessarily fixing things but creating really awesome spaces whether it's uh, being a landlord or um, having short-term rentals now because I had to pivot for the interest rate hikes we've all had to deal with and (laughs) now I'm gonna be doing a development so yeah
1: that's very exciting so what made you think about um, investing in Belize other than the snow,
2: <laughs> yes, I am very motivated by my dislike for winter. I have cold intolerance. <laughs> Medically speaking, I'm sure there's a couple other Canadians that are saying. I think that's the term I want to use too. Um, <laughs> basically, I reached out to Francois. Gosh, a year and a half, maybe I think even longer, um, and we had connected because of his goals to invest in real estate internationally. And it wasn't just the cold for me. I realized, okay, well, I can go do this project in Calgary, for example, and I have all the skills to do it and the knowledge to do it. So why don't I do that somewhere else? Because right now, if I do a project in Calgary, what does that contribute to my lifestyle? Whereas if I were to be here and doing the same things that I were doing in Canada, I perhaps would be enjoying myself a little bit more and I would have more of a lifestyle perk. So that's where it started. It wasn't necessarily for commercial, it was more for having Airbnb rentals to be able to visit when I want to. And, you know, a business expense for restocking your place sounds yeah. like a great idea. Um, shopping trips for real estate. I'm sure you guys both really are on the same page as <laughs> me on that. Totally. So, yeah um i didn't actually know about belize until francois invited me on a discovery call with a realtor and oh cool uh, i
0: really influenced you i didn't because i know you were talking about panama and i'm like panama okay but for some reason you seem more like you really want to push the boundaries and the edges and panama is a bit more a bit more cookie cutter while belize i just saw something you can really be yourself you can do anything pretty much so wow that's really cool okay i didn't think i had that much influence
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah no i you get the credit for that because i didn't even know that place existed Um, i can tell you exactly the search i did and i would probably recommend anybody else who's interested in researching or going international with their investments to start with a search and i would likely say The way I went about it was checking for leverage. Where is the easiest countries to obtain mortgage or financing options as a non-resident? Because if somebody is a resident or a citizen or married somebody who has connections, it's not the same boat that we would be in to get financing. So leverage is the first one. Loan to value of that leverage so is if it's only a 30 percent mortgage on the value not Not great (laughs) so once i found i found a couple of charts actually online that had whether they're accurate you know obviously it's subjective information that's online but it still gave me a good starting point to find out lists of countries the loan to value so i could find okay well which ones do i know are relatively easy for obtaining um, a mortgage and financing and then I looked at the loan-to-value percentage, continued narrowing down my list. Then I looked at climate or lifestyle. Yeah, which no, I think no. Most people, <laughs> Yeah, I would say for you guys, you love Costa Rica, right? You yeah. you feel at home when you're there. So Probably that's that's the lifestyle thing too, right? I I fell in love with Belize and it's stolen in my heart, just like you guys have experienced. So the lifestyle <laughs> of it, are you a city person? Are you an island person? Um, do you need amenities? Do you need McDonald's? Uh, lifestyle can also be language, politics, safety, cost of living. So all of that would go into like my climate lifestyle search. And then if I'm just looking at Google Maps, basically, and looking at those countries, it's pretty easy <laughs> for me to to pick at this point. There wasn't a lot when I spoke to Fosso. I believe it was Spain, Portugal, and Panama, I think yeah. were pretty high on my list and still are.
1: Yeah, and then places. the
2: next one, oh yeah. The next one is um, affordability, right? Oh. What then that reduces
0: wanna... the list quite a bit.
2: <laughs> so I think that's probably a good start for anybody. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you're kind of p- planning on doing in Belize, or is it a secret?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. I've seen it all over social media.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> well, it is a little it bit of a
0: being... secret. it's on
2: secret beach
0: oh yes well look
1: at that beautiful beach behind you that's amazing
0: can we join you i'm really tired we still have snow here that's melting
2: (laughs) i'm I'm sorry sorry.
0: yeah i don't think you are
2: (laughs) (laughs) hey i was there a couple of weeks ago briefly and i'll be back in about a month or so so it won't be too long for me (laughs) i think i think it'll be safer for me to come back i think that's going to be uh start of may It'll oh yeah
0: They're, we're hitting 22 in a few days so yeah the snow will be gone finally and there's some green sprouts but still too much snow in April for my opinion
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so sorry where were we at for my project yes yeah. I cool this is going to be very exciting for me um I haven't disclosed a lot of information because I've been a little secretive a bit. <laughs> and part of that was One, I'm in a different country trying to figure out what I'm doing and what the opportunities are and solidifying Mm -hmm. them before I put them out there. And now I can officially say that I do own uh, over an acre of land that's beachfront. Wow, beautiful. Thank you, in a beautiful space here in Belize. And the plan is to build a really awesome resort. And I am just working with the architecture like the architecture firm right now and shortly i'm gonna hopefully in the next month have some renderings or some teaser conceptual designs to share wow i'm super excited to start planning all that but to sum it up it's basically going to be resort style accommodations it's going to be tailored for extended stay so all our business people that want to perhaps work on their businesses while still being away from home and there's going to be obviously an amazing co-work space which Francois you know I'm a huge fan of Mm -hmm, awesome we're intrigued
0: in that as well we're now you kind of planted a seed so maybe I sent you to Belize but we're thinking about maybe co-working in Costa Rica we'll see
2: (laughs) as you should Uh, Belize does not have a digital nomad visa yet even though they have published this in i think it was the belize tourism board website but that is false information or misleading information they do want to but change is very slow here in belize so it is not here yet for anybody who does want to know that that being said the perk of belize for example myself I can stay here for as long as i want i essentially renew my visa every month for 100 us dollars and if you wanted to get residency here you have to stay here legally in the country for a whole year you can only leave for 14 days out of that year but if you renew your visa every month you apply for permanent residency at the end of that year wow that's that's a process in itself but that is a perk that there's no like Oh, I have to go and go to Guatemala or Mexico, come back to Belize because I want to stay here longer. And um, everybody's experience with immigration can be a little different here. But generally speaking, it's very easy to stay here longer, which is nice. Um, I'm also planning on having something for everybody's budget. So if you want like high end, nice, everything is going to be really nice anyways. But I'm going to have something for everybody's budget. I actually posted about this yesterday. I want to make sure that there's um, accessibility factored into play here. Yeah, that's really cool. There's there's kind of a huge part of society that gets forgotten, even totally. in the market. And mm-hmm. it's it was hard for me to think here. You know, you have to take a plane, a small plane with stairs, um, to get here, or like a small ferry boat. To get here not saying that you can't get here, here if you have accessibility issues but it's perhaps not the kind of accommodations where you would need you know a lift for a bed and things like that because there's not really a need or demand but it is the right thing to do to incorporate accessibility whether it's for seniors or anybody with like limited uh, abilities because that affects so many people that it's not just wheelchairs and the whole place here is basically built a lot off the ground. So it was an interesting um, thing to kind um, of think about and plan around, but I'm going to make sure to incorporate that. I'm going to make sure it stays as a relaxing place with views for everyone. There's going to be a lot of common space to socialize, uh, common space to work outside of the co-work. If you don't necessarily need to be quiet, you want to do some work, but still be able to hang around some people or by the pool there's going to be a rooftop terrace so everybody can have a nice view of those beautiful turquoise water and uh, a couple of tasteful attractions that I will not I I will not disclose those until
0: that's okay we'll have to visit to find out
1: yes it sounds very exciting Erica Mm
0: -hmm. wow can't wait to see the teaser plans and I love that you're incorporating something very (laughs) different the accessibility i did find that that's quite overlooked everywhere like in costa rica there's no oh, way that, goodness, yes. the sidewalks or so on even if you're just visually impaired good luck getting around that would be very scary
1: or after too many minutes se- se- se-
0: yeah
2: <laughs> or yes. bubbles like
0: prosecco or anything <laughs> it's important i found panama things.
2: to be like that too like the conference i went to they spoke about um you know how in the states or canada they have like be careful your coffee's hot warning labels yeah Yeah, it's on you to protect yourself and to open your eyes and look to see the manholes and to not trip and fall so panama had that kind of vibe as well but that doesn't mean that i can't do my part in trying to make sure that my accommodations are are accessible and i just thought to myself if (laughs) i ended up god forbid in a wheelchair or with some disability you know that's not stopping me from going to nope. the beach, right? <laughs> oh my goodness no
0: i'd see you swimming no. with one arm and
1: <laughs> exactly
2: yeah and there's going to be it, something right? like that 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 i'm going to be 100 percent incorporating in mind that will let people get in the water or on the water that have some mobility issues so wow um, that's so exciting that's such yeah. a great idea
0: it really is and it's important that's something there's a nice part about it, like uh, helping people, but business-wise, I think there's also a business case. I know you're not doing it for the money, but business-wise, I think it makes a lot of sense because uh, you're competing with other, other places, but now you've got that extra edge that others don't have. It's accessible. It's maybe universally accessible. Um, it's not a retirement yes. home or anything like that, but there's all these features. Maybe there's ramps. Uh, doors are wider there's all kinds of things that you're adding to make things easier for for people and you don't know who's traveling maybe it's a couple and one of the spouses has some impairment or a child has some impairment or the parents uh, it's, it, so this is gonna open doors to a lot of things and when we go to hotels in Canada, I often end up with the room with the uh, accessibility room I love it everything's big lots <laughs> of space. It feels luxurious but i feel bad i'm like i don't have those issues but the hotel just keeps giving it to me so.
2: hey they need to use up the space yeah That's and it. i'm trying to do a bit of research um so i guess since i decided to build something down in belize i made it in my little intro video announcement of what i wanted to do and accessibility mm-hmm. was in there so i put myself on some social media pages so i can be aware of people who have any kind of disabilities or limitations that want to travel and they will promote locations that yes, you know absolutely. are doing the right things. But also I'm not an expert in this cause I'm not struggling no. with any of these challenges. So I need to hear from people, what do you need? And I'm not going to be able to address everything. Like I said, I can't have a lift and I probably won't be having an elevator here. Uh, it's just not conducive to the environment or what I'm trying to build, but I can still address, um, a lot of accessibility issues and I don't want it doesn't necessarily need to cost a lot. So that's no. what's nice about building new is you can keep the space accessible with very minimal cost. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, like why not do it? Like I think mm-hmm. more people should really be thinking about incorporating that, especially if you're doing new development.
0: I love Ooh. it. I was not expecting this turn at all, but sometimes we studied interior design. Jennifer's always dealing with accessibility and different things. And it's just like having wider doorways, your switches at the right height. If you're dealing uh, with people with autism or different things, sometimes sensory um deprivation, like you want to have a quiet space, as you were mentioning, there's all kinds of things, braille, maybe uh, on your signage, and there's there's a lot more. so and that's great. Yes. And like you said, it doesn't have to cost a lot when you're building you. If you're doing a retrofit, yeah, that could mm-hmm. be. <laughs> a lot more especially in like Europe or something forget it but um in Belize why not so wow so tell us more yeah. about this acre how if you don't mind like how did you finance it that sounds crazy you just went from Calgary to beautiful Belize and <laughs> I know you've had quite a few challenges yeah too. how did you
1: find some beach yeah. property
0: how do you get that yeah and you're allowed <laughs> to buy it too that's really cool
2: yeah it just fell on my lap um no i think some people might think that that's how it happened but i really attribute it to a lot of factors and one is being here over the winter and investing myself in the community networking with all kinds of business people or locals or just basically anybody who makes things happen here and you meet them anywhere whether it's on the beach or at the bar um you literally have so many professionals that you meet that give you amazing opportunities and i'm just following i'm just following my day i'm just going to the beach and i was like oh this place is a little loud i wanted to hang out in hammocks with my friends so i decided i'm going to see if next door has a quieter spot with hammocks so i left them yeah i left them for like five hours they knew i I disappeared they're good friends they knew i disappeared and that i likely met somebody and got into talks because that's literally how it happens here and i was like hey i heard that there might be a lot for sale down here um did you see anything And she's like oh you should talk to my husband and so we sat down and talked for hours and he's the project manager on one of the builds here i was looking to connect with because that's how things happen here and He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's one a little bit further down. And after our talk, he recommended I check Sunset Palace because it's the quietest place to kind of go watch the sunset. So I went back to my friends. We went to Sunset Palace and we watched the sunset. We took some photos, Mm -hmm. had a good time, had some chicken wings. And then right before Uh leaving, I decided to just pop over to the the side and peeked over and saw this nice little for sale sign. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford this, but Erica doesn't take no for an answer. Right. And you could keep t- saying, no, I'm going to keep knocking on doors. So uh long story short, the seller was adamant about having seller financing and which is usually a good thing to hear, but they were only wanting a max of two years. And I figured, oh. okay, nobody wants seller financing. If you can afford to pay it off in two years, you want title now and you, want to just get it over with yeah so i negotiated with a lovely realtor who's very patient because uh, you know <laughs> we do things a little differently and i don't take no for an answer so thank you to uh Liliana for that and i got five years of seller financing so this is my first Much seller better. financing deal which is pretty awesome to say that that was my beach one two so just go for it guys because you never know um don't expect no and just keep keep trying not everything will work out but this one was really a slam dunk and by the time i was actually ready to put an offer i had just left belize so for panama and so i was writing offers when i was uh discovering panama a little bit on my business trip down there and i already knew so much about the place because i had put myself here that it was such a slam dunk and a brainless decision some people say how do you know that like that lot that you got is valuable or like worth whatever? And I mean, you could have so many answers for that question, but the only thing I can think about is okay, well, it's like I stubbed my toe on a bar of gold and you're asking me how I know it's valuable. Right. Like, (laughs) so I could go explain it, but that's basically what I feel. I feel like I, I got an amazing deal. I got the ability to buy something with seller financing here because that's why it wasn't on the list. Right. It didn't show up as a country that, has um, the ability for non-residents to get loans Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean a business can't so so stay tuned i'll be figuring that out um, because that's the plan is to once i build it to get either construction loans if they will i'll see but likely at the end i'm gonna get some long-term financing on it
0: and let's chat some more offline later on but i did find a lender in costa rica that is opening up shop in belize of all places
2: he finances <laughs> okay. hotels
0: he finances hotels uh what else did he say um little casitas and small developments like you're doing so and he said oh, it's a minimum two i i'm like i'm sure erica can spend 200k and more <laughs> <laughs> big time i don't think so. i
2: want to know how much money that this is gonna be as a as a total project because i'm doing it in phases Perfect. but i'm still gonna have the whole master plan um and then see what works for the market right now because there's so much potential and growth opportunity there but obviously we need to work backwards from that and uh i i've also been very inspired by another woman who is here on the island who is a canadian and she's building a resort here and i just happened to be in the right place at the right time to meet her and she inspired me a lot to you know um she's a self-taught real estate investor and um the people you meet are pretty incredible when you stop doing the go to work go home go to work go home yeah they they just they come at you all the opportunities
0: they do the luxury of time that's something I've really taught my some of my students is really take a break and like listen and it's shocking like you did you went to relax and then oh you saw a song well you, you spoke to someone and then they led you to that beach if you were busy busy You can't see any of that and you're missing out on all kinds of things so i hope that's something you're going to teach or instill to your guests as well that come to your resort because i think it's it's something people forgot like they they just forget all kinds of opportunities are out there you just have to ask and we forget all
1: the time (laughs) uh, i forget
0: all the time yeah so really cool so business wise you're starting smaller which is very smart i guess you'll start kind of with a main building and then kind of add on things and as you can afford because belize um infrastructure wise will you be on a well i think it's a different setup it's not like it's municipal water and, and all of that or
2: they do have municipal water here so um depending on where you are I am in a a location that's completely off grid for now. There are some big resorts that are going to be coming and breaking ground shortly and may bring power and utilities. That being said, the cost of utilities is quite high here. So, and I... I already really want to build sustainably, anyway. So this is a yeah. great opportunity to work with builders who have already built and operators who are operating those systems fully off grid and in a commercial setting. So that's that's a big opportunity for me to check another checkbox of what I want to provide here and and build here. So I'm going to learn a lot about sustainability. But uh, there's a lot of cisterns being used mainly, um, rain catchment systems, uh, propane. For fuel right propane dryers propane um, heat for your water and solar obviously but there you can have wells so it depends you kind of have to have your area assessed for a well and um, get the water tested for um, the salinity to see if there's salt and if you need to get the desalination system all these things have to be all assessed and planned out based on costs and functionality with the occupancy but basically the way we start with the architects is um we'll have a conceptual design but to get to that it's more just shapes and yeah a general idea of shapes and what i want to put there um so that we can figure that out but yeah, yeah. that's still to come so yeah, definitely lots of options for off-grid. And I there's even wind. There's some Canadians yeah. out there that live out there. They built a house and they have a wind turbine with their solar. <laughs> so I'm going to be connecting with them to see how that's been going.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Tell us a little bit about amenities there, Erica. Like, is is shopping kind of like in Canada? Can you get everything that you're kind of looking for? You mentioned or?
0: McDonald's
1: earlier. Yeah, I hope there's McDonald's no McDonald's. Belize.
2: <laughs> that's what's great about it. You know, when I went to Panama, I fell in love with Belize more because... Mm. Panama to me had a big gap of like um, just a money gap right and I found it to be just so different it's like you're trying to make a North America there in a place that culturally maybe wasn't and I haven't gone too many places in Panama but that's what's great about here is a lot of the expat community or people like me we fall in love with this place and it becomes our community and we don't want we don't want these chains coming here we like going down trying different restaurants different owners different approaches different cultures there's people from argentina that have uh, an argentinian uh steak place down south there's a beautiful restaurant just south of where i'm living um called garage that makes the best steaks Ever and he was he's a local here that's traveled all over the place he thought he was shooting himself in the foot starting up a steak place but he's going to end up being the place to go to get steak here there is mahogany bay i don't know if you remember our chat so there's that high-end gated community that's trying to be maybe more like north america with all the amenities kind of there so you don't have to go far i don't vibe with that because i like the cultural like community side here and actually being here and changing that
0: for those for those that may be homesick or something if you spend multiple months and you're really attached to your local stuff that's the
2: key though if you're like me I'm bouncing around all the time right if I'm here long term my standards would likely vary but because I'm here for months at a time and then I go back to Canada or wherever I can find those amenities so I'm kind of just doing a trade-off here and there but I gain a lot by trading Mm -hmm that. So it's not that I don't enjoy some things from all different places. But it's a reality of if you want to go invest in another country, you should be boots on the ground. And I don't mean a week, I think, you know, it's a business expense, do it like, yeah. go figure out how to make your lifestyle work with the safety of of being in the community. Because the, the hardest thing about international investing for me that I've dealt with is trust trusting your connections how do you know that what they're saying is true you know certain countries have technology wise we're not a techie country here in belize so their websites are very basic done there's typos on the immigration website i know (laughs) yeah and the information changes all time depending on who you talk to so even official streams are um relatively limited so you have to to tailor your expectations but you need to be here to to truly know and connect with the right people, and give yourself that time, um, and I'm sure and positive you know this, Francois and Jennifer, the whole everyone's an expert when you ask somebody oh, the same yeah. question to ten people, everybody <laughs> that, has know, a different answers.
0: It goes every which way, so yeah, you you need that discernment very. Take everything with the whole salt shaker, not just a grain of salt, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: so be here, figure out. Okay. Well, is Mahogany Bay my standards or yeah. do I need to be on the mainland close to Mexico, which has McDonald's and Walmart, right? There yeah. is a, a town of expats there. so belize might be a good country for you because it's english and such but maybe there isn't enough shopping here you do have to forage for what you would want more because there is no walmart right we know where to go for hair dye i have to text my buddy who works at a store to be like hey do you have where do i go for hair dye and then they're like oh go to this place right and i would have i passed by it a hundred times but there's so many little shops so it's not that you can't get things here but from a tourist perspective, you likely would think it's limited because you're not necessarily going to find these little tiny shops in between the gift shops that perhaps the tourists are going to or the cocoa making places. But there's so much to do here. A lot of people, I would say, are attracted to the fact that it's English speaking and it's actually the only English speaking country in Central America spain didn't take it over i'm pretty sure because of the barrier reef they couldn't figure out how to oh get around to it get around <laughs> it yeah so it ended up staying this little english place they definitely have their cultures in some um creole and some other languages and a lot of mayan history people don't realize i think there's like i can't i'm gonna say the wrong number but let's say 900 mayan ruins and temples oh wow here to go visit they wow. have some of the largest, most incredible ones here in Belize, they have the second largest barrier reef. So any divers already know about Belize. Yeah. So I'm not a water person, so I didn't know. But anybody talked to him like, are you a diver? And usually if they knew about it, they were because the other one is in Australia somewhere, right? The great wow. barrier reef. Oh, wow. So there's boats, there's snorkeling, free diving. The really cool thing about Belize is the their ecology they're a super small country that's trying to develop and their population is around four hundred thousand people okay wow. that's really
0: small
1: <laughs>
2: so when you put that into perspective you can see that that's the reason um things might work a little slow or they're growing yeah. you know and to have patience with everything but there's also a lot of opportunity and a lot of space but they protect a lot of their space there's a lot of conservation sure efforts and areas they have um, amazing places for habitats they have a little um, sanctuary for the iguanas here in town to go see for free it's by donation um, with really cool colors they get so big and they're like orange and yellow and really cool so lots of cool things and the the thing that's nice is I like the eco side of it because they don't actually let you spearfish while diving can have like a spear fishing gun and go fishing but they want them to have a fair chance so you can free dive um and do it but not while you have like tanks because they want to protect yeah and they obviously Hmm. have their like lobster season when it's allowed to be fished and things like that so i like the, the eco side of it the biodiversity is insane Wow. Whoa.
1: You're going to make everybody fall in love with Belize. Yes, sounds like <laughs>
2: We it. got your rainforest from Costa Rica, Yeah, where you would think it's not like this. And we also have this. So, I mean, and the one near Mexico is Corazal, uh, is 20 minutes from Chetumal, Mexico, over the border. Ooh. So you can and you can take a boat from Mexico or either Corazal or Chetumal you can take a boat straight to this island direct.
1: Okay, wow.
2: So if you wanted to explore Mexico because you want to see Tulum or other investing opportunities there, um, you don't think that you need to fly to Belize City to get here. You can actually take a boat, the International Ferry from Mexico or the Belize Ferry
1: um, Mm, from just
2: 20 minutes south. And so some people do like being in Corazal because they want to be able to go into Mexico and get um, just that ease of, shopping and getting things that you want
0: yeah that's good to have conveniences as well i mean if that's what we like kind of like you is more becoming locals and eating the food like the locals do and um kind of like you said learning about the little shops where do you find this thing and we did Mm -hmm. find on our last trip to costa rica okay now we're starting to find things that makes more sense the first few trips I was like, okay, there's like nothing here. I don't know how people survive. <laughs> like lamps <laughs> are very true. hard to come across. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, we found this shop in the basement of a shopping center that looks abandoned, but then they have all this stuff and you speak to someone and it's just a community. It's so amazing. So that's why I encourage people to explore beyond Canada and make it a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Canada's great too. There's some great opportunities, but if if you don't like winter, like all of us now (laughs) here uh why not explore and make it a business and as you said expense it and just keep growing so thank you so much erica for Mm -hmm. sharing about a little bit about your story we'll have to get an update maybe live on location when you have something built you'll have to tell us yeah we'll have to come down with our camera crew and film it and make everything
2: when you break break ground yeah
0: when you break ground (laughs) we'll bring we'll bring some bubbly and and have fun and Why not? I
2: actually am getting my drone permit hopefully next week. Okay. So So I'm just waiting for some drone lessons from a friend here and uh, then I'll be able to post a couple more shots. And then obviously I'll be doing that for some updates too. But yeah, it'd be nice to host you and show you all those little corners and then we can trade and I can come visit you and you can show me all the good spots in Costa Rica absolutely yeah the
0: black sand beach yours looks nice and white ours is black so very very different different things and right now you have some leaves in in Costa Rica right now it's well where we're buying it looks kind of like Arizona it's very arid. and then in November it becomes like Belize it's lush and green so it's it's interesting to see all the the different countries and learn about different things so Mm -hmm. it's been amazing thanks so much Erica Let's drink to that.
1: Yes.
2: Cheers. Yeah. Thanks Cheers. for having me. Salut. Cheers.
0: And if people want to get a hold of you and find out more, so what's the best way to find Invested Erica?
2: I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, all as Invested Erica, And um, I think I started a TikTok as oh. well as a YouTube. I don't yeah. have anything on there. I'm just waiting until I get some help with um, content more putting it together and making it look pretty so that i can push out a little bit more i want to give people more value about um, my journey and tips if people are interested in in doing these kinds of things whether it's developing or just investing for airbnbs and um, partnering with some people here and interviewing some people here about why they're here and what their story is so um stay tuned for that but please reach out on social media send me a message I get a lot of friend requests on Facebook. So if you actually want to add me as a friend, maybe send me a message so I know you're not like from Istanbul and um, <laughs> or some other spam because I'm at like probably a thousand friend requests. But yeah, any, any of those. And I have my website coming up soon, investederica.ca. Um, or you can email me at erica at investederica.ca. Amazing. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much. Till the next time. Yeah, thanks, cheers. Guys. See you later. Bye. Hey there, listeners. We hope you enjoy this latest episode of the Wine and Real Estate podcast.
1: Yes, absolutely. You can find us on Instagram. Our handle is wine underscore and underscore real estate. So Wine and Real Estate on Facebook, FL Homes Corp. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel.
0: Yes, and please make sure to give us a rating, five stars, Mm -hmm. or any comments. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we love suggestions as well. Cheers.
1: Yeah, chin chin. (laughs) mm <laughs>